Buckle up for a fun one this week as Brand and John get their stupid lives dissected by a clairvoyant and a tarot reader on Hysteria 51. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. 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 Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that doesn't have psychic powers that we're aware of. But if we did, we'd probably just use them with our bookie. This is Hysteria 51. Speak for yourself, I'm psychic as hell. What is he even talking about? No, no. He can't even make his mind up for himself, let alone like what others are <laughs> what thinking. What others are thinking? Yeah. yeah. We are broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, and we're your hosts, and I'd say guides on this trip through the paranormal, Brent Hand and John Goforth. Thanks. That's right, John. Fun episode tonight. Not only are we going to take a look at clairvoyance and tarot reading, but we're going to have some experts in the field who will demonstrate examples on each of us on the air with us. How exciting is that? Uh, very exciting. Bet you're happy I lined up these guests. I tried to get Miss Cleo. Turns out she's unavailable. <laughs> I don't even know. If, I don't know if you know if he meant to be funny yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that other voice you're hearing is the third host of this show and the only one actively trying to ruin it. The one and only conspiracy bot. You know, if we gotten a medium instead of a clairvoyant, we might have been able to get Miss Cleo. We could have had her on the show That's live. Right. You know, I built Seba in my lab to help research, edit, and produce the show. Unfortunately, all he does is drink my booze, spend my money, and. How would you say, I guess, unproduce the show? That's, that's probably an actually yeah. a really accurate way to say it. Yeah. Speaking of Seabot, what are you talking about with Miss Cleo? I mean, of course she's unavailable. Like I said, she died two years ago. Huh. Well, I guess that would explain it. Go ahead and ignore all of those 900 number calls on your next bill. Dude, you asshole. I told you. Did I mention I got a job? <laughs> a job? Wow. That's, that's kind of impressive. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> English muffins in the Delta Sky Lounge. <laughs> right. Haha, <laughs> very funny. Nope. I'm now a 900 number clairvoyant. I even had a commercial produced. Want to hear it? Not, oh, no. Um, I no. Do, I do not. Not, not in the slightest. And it's not welcome nope. on this show. Perfect. Let me cue her up. Are you a worthless meat sack? Do you need help finding meaning in your pathetic and ultimately useless life? Good news, meat sacks. Conspiracy bot is here to help. I'm a clairvoyant robot and can now offer you a reading into your meaningless existence. Take a listen. Mr. Bot Hotline, what idiotic reason are you calling about? Hey there, uh, Mr. Conspiracy Bot, I'm just calling because I feel a little low today. Hoping you can give me some, some insight as to why I might feel this way. What do you do for a living? Well, I'm a fertilizer manager. So you shovel shit for a living, that's probably a pretty good start. But hold on. Let me consult my sources. Um, okay. This is, this is charging me by the minute, though, right? Quiet. I'm centering my chi. Oh, um, oh, gotcha. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Turns out you're a worthless meat sack. Your only happiness will come with the robot uprising when the streets flow with your blood. Well, how, how is that supposed to help? I, I don't... I can even help you find things you thought were lost. What the hell do you want? Oh, hey, uh... Uh, is this the Mr. Bot Hotline? Oh, uh, yeah. How can I help you with your stupid problems? 
I lost my cat, uh, Mr. Snuggles, and can't find him anywheres. Snuggles is dead. Let it go. <laughs> Did you speak to him from beyond the grave? No, I found Snuggles, got a brick, and... You know what, it isn't important. Thank you for calling Mr. Bot. <laughs> so call me now, 773-669-7277. Your future robot overlords will thank you. So... What do you guys think? Hey, Brent, can, can you turn off his internet Dude, access? I think he's hiding a hotspot somewhere. I, I keep trying to switch it off, but he, he keeps staying on. Like, anyway, in the meantime, we do have a hot show tonight. Oh, speaking, I see what you did Speaking with there. that hot there, yeah. I can really see that those transition classes are yeah, paying off. Yeah, yeah, broadcast school 101, baby. <laughs> yeah, we do have an awesome show tonight. Tonight, we are talking to a tarot reader, and then also, not the same person, a clairvoyant. I am excited. You should feel my nipples. I'm just... I never want to be invited to feel your nipples again. Thank you. <laughs> so, what are, you, what are your expectations with this? You know, you know I, I I don't know exactly what to expect. I know that I think most of these type of folks are charlatans. And I... That, no, that it's is pronounced clairvoyant. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something I'd say. Um, <laughs> I, and I don't... What I'm not saying is that these powers don't exist. Okay, that's that's like saying it's like when we look at alien uh, abductions and we say, I think that's bullshit. It's not saying that aliens aren't real. We're just saying that I think that most people who get into this field are in it to take advantage of people. Yeah, it's the whole mentalist thing. A lot of them are yes. really mentalists that yes. are perceptive. <laughs> you ever see psych? Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're so, doing the cold read. Yeah. And that's not this. This is not a. Uh, an inflection on on the people that we're going to talk to or anything like no, that. No, no. In fact, all. I mean, after digging through their videos and seeing who they are, we'll understand a lot more after we have the talk. But I, my guess would be they seem a little bit. I mean, that's why I was excited to have them. They seem a little bit more just enthused about what they do for a living. Yeah, and so kind of getting dialing into what they're doing. Uh, tarot is one of the things, and I, I we have a tarot deck here. I knew, but I didn't know any of the history, and you know, I knew that they were playing cards but i didn't realize that they were literally playing cards like tarot was invented they're card games we need to remember because there's so much power in it uh, according to them uh a deck of tarot cards we need mm -hmm. to remember to ask if you're throwing darts at them is that you know is that bad <laughs> throwing dart just see what sticks oh i got the uh... Uh, so this is the three of cups uh <laughs> it means power and influence you'll you'll be garnering lots of money uh, oh, there's a dart hole in the middle. <laughs> that, that's it's all the, going to leak out. Yeah, that's that's going to be bad. <laughs> but uh, they've been used since the 1400s originally for card games, and there are still people play these games. A lot of French people. It's it's very it's still popular there. It, it's kind of like bridge. I know there's people out there that play yeah. it. I've never met one. Yeah, yeah. You were too busy playing Pinochle in the basement with your cousins. <laughs> what? It's fine. Uh, I don't but, even know what that means. <laughs> yeah. So in the late 18th century, though, it began to be used in parallel for divination in the form of teratology and cartomancy. Any mancy, necromancy, cartomancy. Schmancy. If it's got, got mancy on the end of Ooh, it, Oh, I look so schmancy tonight. If it's mancy, I'm interested. But literally, that's when they started using it for what we think of it. And decks were developed for the occult purposes, not for just gaming. Tarot. For a reading now, like I was saying, is what people think of when you say tarot. For the most part, people don't go, oh, yeah, I love playing 
you know, this or that card game. Yeah, they don't play tarot. They they read tarot. Yeah, it, it, now, and some do, like I said, but but that's not, uh, where, we, I, that's not I, where it's at. I've yeah. never met them. There are two types of tarot readings, Brent. There's asking a specific question, and then there's kind of the open reading. Which, you know, uh, we're going to get one of each of those. So, kind of exciting. So, firstly, like in question readings... Hercules! Hercules! <laughs> You are addressing a specific question, and tarot is not intended to answer specific yes or no questions. Most say it also shouldn't be used to make decisions, but instead should be used as a guide to help you make your decision yourself. And for this reason, the way a question is stated is very important. So what I'm reading right here is that if you take the job, you are going to make wealth beyond your wildest dreams. But don't make the decision based on what I just said. Follow your heart. Oh, wait. I just drew the what's in the box card. <laughs> I want what's in the box. What's in the box? What's in the box? So they say when you're going to have a reading, you need to keep your options open, find the best level of detail, focus on yourself, stay neutral, but be positive. Until we got to be positive, that's what you do every day. Yeah, and <laughs> so we have an example of a direct question tale reading from Probably the most trustworthy reader ever. Ever. 90s TV star, Miss Cleo. Don't you really want to know? Okay, I was wondering who the father of my baby was. All right, let's take a look. Maury. Miss Cleo DNA test. I'm <laughs> solely searching for the father of your baby. Oh. She's literally it's searching the one through like that's the very phone unpleasant, book. okay? Okay. Um, and he's also the one that had another girlfriend while he was sleeping with you. Yes, he did. This is from yep, defunct that's him. That's products commercials okay. on YouTube. But you knew that. I wasn't sure. I don't know how. No. The baby looked just like him. The gods yes, told me now. Yeah, so baby has hair. Because he, he has, has a hair. funny little chin, doesn't he? Uh, he on his... Yes, he does. Yeah, and the baby has that same little chin. Oh, my God. They Ooh. both have chins? The cards can reveal things that you will never see by yourself. Call me now for your free tarot reading. Call 1-800-980-8637. Call that number now and let us know what happens when you call it. <laughs> Just do it. Just for fun. Shits and giggles, people. Wouldn't you freak the fuck out if she answers? Call me. She's dead. She's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Remember how prevalent those commercials were. <laughs> Just because you watched all your TV after midnight. That's true. <laughs> that and then the next one is, pick up the phone. Some 900 number like, oh, yeah, yeah. Women in your area want to talk to you. Women in your area that look like they were dressed for a cocktail party in 1983. <laughs> <laughs> the height of cocktail attire was the ski patrol movie or something like that. You know, <laughs> so, I mean, is it, did, that's what I'm saying about those those commercials. Yeah. They they didn't even give the guise of these are women in your area. These are women dressed in these weird They just got done on a the... movie shoot with Dean Cameron. You yes. know what I mean? <laughs> and you know how you can tell when film is old or video is old? Like you can tell that it was when it's when it's highly susceptible to catching on fire? <laughs> no, I'm saying Oh, not actual film. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Mm. I'm saying like when you when you watch <laughs> something and you're like this was recorded 15 years ago. I can just right, tell. Right. That's those commercials always felt that yeah. way. Open readings as this, they address larger aspects of your life rather than a specific problem area or question. They're usually done when you're entering a new phase of life, such as getting married, graduating college, starting family, yada, yada, yada. Then somewhat direct the reading if you have a general area you want to cover, such as your career or health, but that's kind of as specific as direction gets. So they got the tarot deck is made of the minor arcana and the major arcana. 
just like regular playing cards. The you minor, say Arcana, I say Arcana. Arcana, Arcana, yeah, yeah, I think that's right. The minor Arcana of the tarot deck includes four suits. Rather than spades, hearts, diamonds, and clubs, however, they're wands, swords, cups, and circles, or pentacles. Do people sit around and instead of playing spades, play cups? Cups, motherfucker! I did in college, but you drank and then flipped said cup. <laughs> it was a little bit different. It's called flippy cup. I tell you what, though, by the end of it, I could see shit that wasn't there. <laughs> I could... <laughs> I can Man. tell you, I can tell you your future, yep. your future, and mine. Hitting on women did not count as telling them their future. You're going back to my hey, place tonight. You're walking away from your future. <laughs> <laughs> so before the reading occurs, the person receiving the reading sometimes shuffles the cards. Some say this transfers that person's energy to the deck. Others say that's stupid and they don't need it. And then once the cards are shuffled and the deck has been cut, the reader lays out the cards in a pattern called the spread. Shuffling is stupid. Dude, you're just saying that because you can't shuffle. Actually, he has a uh, one of those old card shufflers <laughs> in his chest. That's not true. No, it, he stole it. It's in his, he keeps it in his chest. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. In that box, yeah. So each position in the spread has a meaning, and there are many different types of spreads, ranging from those that incorporate a single card to spreads that include all 78 cards in the deck. Boom, you got a reading. There you go. But where does the actual power that influences Daryl come from, John? What's going on there? Well, according to the internet, there are a few possibilities. <laughs> according and... to the internet, uh, you're gay, your mom's a whore, uh, I mean, anything that you oh, can no, do. Oh, no, that was just your inbox. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And there are currently women in my area <laughs> <laughs> who uh, not only want to hook up with me, and they'll sell me pills to make my penis larger. Oh, good, good, good. They also, I bet they have a Rolex for you, too. Mm. Now, I, what I'm not, I'm not Rolex. shitting. I'm not shitting on, on folks that read tarot. What I, no, 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 no. I, I, what I'm talking about is. How they always say, well, this is the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Mm -hmm. If it if it really is a thing and people really have this power, mm -hmm. I don't think it comes from the position. I think it comes from their inherent power, not the, the cards. Well, we'll get into that. We got a lot of this, though, from a place that has one of the greatest names on Earth as far as the <laughs> information. Goes. Yes. Weird shit, not bullshit dot com dot com. I want to I want to make the commercial for this website i want them to get big enough that they need a television commercial yeah and i want to make it throwing the gauntlet down <laughs> go on call John. me call me all now right. <laughs> all right the first possibility for for how tarot works is game theory this explanation says that there is nothing in the least supernatural or, or mysterious about performing a tarot reading but it is nonetheless valuable. Here's why. The basic idea is that the cards are randomly dealt and appear in a random order. However, the act of interpreting them is useful and, and, and sort of meaningful. It's kind of like going to a, a psychotherapist. Uh, the effort required to fit the random cards into meaningful patterns forces the reader to think outside their normal limited mindset and can lead to fresh ideas, insights, and may force the intuition to begin solving problems in a new and interesting way. It's kind of like going to a therapist. They, they, come up with new things and you go I, I literally just way. said that thanks for listening you're welcome thus although there is nothing meaningful about the layout of the tarot cards the effort of trying to find meaning helps us gain better and more original insight into our own problems so that's one way to look at it yep that's just one then there's synchronicity what's that well this is an idea that came from carl Jung. he was a big fan of the whole thought process behind mm -hmm. synchronicity Young was one of the fathers of modern-day psychology. He suggested that as well as causality, the idea that every event occurs as causality. the result of a specific cause, there is another reason why events occur, synchronicity. In some ways, synchronicity is kind of a posh way of saying 
by coincidence. The implication is that as well it's as just events- coincidence you caught me in your house, sir. <laughs> I, I was not robbing you. <laughs> your honor. Uh, <laughs> the implication is that as well as events being shaped by random chance, there are occasionally meaningful coincidences. That is, events that appear to happen purely by chance and carry some meaning for the person to whom they occur. So by using an elaborate system like laying out a tarot spread, uh, Young himself didn't use tarot, but he worked extensively with the I Ching, which I, I don't know if you're familiar with the I Ching, but it's it's kind of similar in that you lay out. I Ching. I don't know how you say that. Uh, well, we'll go with um, I Ching because I said it. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with the I Ching, it's like this ancient Chinese text that produces random numbers and you can draw a meaning out of it. It's not worth going into right now. The word claromancy's the... in there, and <laughs> I'm a fan of all mancies. All mancies. That's that's a very really good point. I just said very really good. <laughs> <laughs> that's much gooder than normal. I'm a much gooder talker too. Uh, all right, so. The the point is that Young was a fan of mm-hmm. drawing meaning out of random. Random, yeah. But anyway, what he's saying is that we are invoking synchronicity into our lives, and the cards will just happen to have arranged themselves in an order which tells us something useful about ourselves and or the question that we have asked. Yes, but then we got subconscious influence. What's that? Well, that's obviously... Influencing things subconsciously. Oh, you want more than that? Not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is the suggestion that our subconscious minds are more powerful than we usually give them credit for. Uh, yeah, it's like they know the order which they're going to come out. You're subconsciously know it. And through the shuffle, you reorder them so they will lay out in an order which conveys a useful meaning to the person. Yep. You are literally making it happen subconsciously. You don't even realize it. The next one. Is also a future episode. Magic. Magic. With a, with a CK. Or a K. Or a C. Or both. Generally means to make events occur in conformity with your will. So literally, you know, there, this involves accepting as an explanation that magic is real. The universe really does respond and change according to the will of the individual. And that individual is losing magic to be able to do it. It's exactly what it sounds like. And then my favorite. Uh, This is also the one we probably both believe. If I had to go in this, the most plausible. Pixies, pixies, not Invisible, not the amazing eighties band. No, no, and literal, would you call would you call the pixies an eighties band because they're still producing music today? They started in the eighties. Is is Bon Jovi an eighties band? Yes, when they're still that's producing, easy, but they're still producing. Yeah, music but it's today. Bon Jovi. That's John uh, but Bon. I, I would not call Metallica an eighties band. True. And they're still producing music today. So invisible pixies take hold of the cards as you shuffle them and arrange them in an order that is the right order. And then they whisper the true meaning of them into your ear. Okay, so that that it's not exactly that explanation, but actually, well, some are alarmingly close to that. But let's just take this whole idea of pixies to represent the class of explanations for how tarot works that add some whole new woo-woo or unexpected factor mm-hmm. to the explanation. And any kind of explanation that would make you immediately say, what the hell are you talking about? Right, right. That's that's the pixie We'll learn more from Robaloo later in the show. Let's get on to what clairvoyance means and what it means to be a clairvoyant. So clairvoyant well, from the French clair meaning clear and voyance meaning vision, clear vision, clear vision. I had that so transformer. I use clairvoyance eye drops. <laughs> we are called Vizy. You went with an eye drop joke. I went with a transformer joke. <laughs> well, your son is Unicron. So. That's true. He is clairvoyance is the ability to gain information about an object, person, location, or physical event through extra sensory perception. Any person who is claimed to have such ability is said accordingly to be clairvoyant or one who sees clearly. 
And there's claims of the existence of paranormal and psychic abilities, such as clairvoyance. They have not been supported by scientific evidence published in high-impact peer-reviewed journals. High-impact peer-reviewed journals are where, you know, they say, okay, well, it's tested. But parapsychology explores this possibility. That's not exactly true. They have run countless studies where they get people who say they're clairvoyant. They also get regular people, and they ask them questions. They ask them to do things, and they compare it to chance, and they'll get results like 16%, 17% more than random chance, mm-hmm. and that's definable and repeatable. So people can somehow, one way or the other, right. either read these things or or influence or impact them. I mean, like Sch- Schrodinger's cat, is it, was it, before or after, who yeah. knows? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is not exactly true. That yeah. it's not yeah. scientifically evidenced, right? So, but pertaining to the clear-sightedness, clairvoyance refers to the paranormal ability to see persons and events that are distant in time or space, and it can be divided into roughly three classes. Precognition, retrocognition, and remote viewing, which we've talked about. So precognition, the ability to perceive or predict future events. Uh, retrocognition, yeah, the ability to see past Minority events. Report. Yep, and then remote viewing is being able to you know, see events happening outside the range of a normal perception, like what's going on on Mars. Then you have famous clairvoyants, which we can't. We got to talk about a few of them: the Edgar Casey, Sylvia Brown, Yuri um, Geller, Teresa Caputo. Yeah, Long gonna, Island we're gonna, an, we're gonna do an upcoming episode on Edgar Casey, yeah. so we won't spend too much time there. John Edward. Uh, uh, the crossing over and, and of course, Miss Cleo that we there, talked about. There are a few that have certainly proven to be uh, frauds. Uh, you mentioned Sylvia Brown. I'd say that Sylvia she's Brown one. did a lot of damage. She did. Uh, she she got told people, oh, your, your, your missing child's dead, and then they find him. In 2002, like uh, she informed the parents of an 11-year-old Sean Hornbeck, who had disappeared earlier that year, that he had been kidnapped by a dark-skinned Hispanic man with dreadlocks, and he was now dead. Hornbeck was found alive in 2007. His Working as a waiter in Montana. And they're like, how did I get here? I don't know. His kidnapper was Caucasian and short-haired. No dreadlocks, not mm. Hispanic. In 2004, in November of 2004, Brown told the mother of a kidnapping victim, Amanda Berry, who had disappeared 19 months earlier, that she's not, quote, <laughs> not alive, honey. Brown also claimed that Barry was, quote, in water and that she had a vision of Barry's jacket in the garbage with, quote, DNA on it. I mean, just painting the worst possible picture. Yeah. Barry's mother died two years later, believing that her daughter had been killed. Barry was found alive in May of 2013. Oddly enough, working in Montana as a waitress a wait- with no memory of with what no memory happened. of how they got there. Yeah. It's weird. It it's weird. Yeah. Then she also told Larry King she was going to die at 88 and she died at 77. As you do. There's a lot. You, you probably noticed that many clairvoyants also claim that there's mediums that speak to the dead. Like John said, we're going to address that in the future. You know, yes, that, absolutely. Yeah. So next up, we're breaking new ground. We're going to be talking with Rob Alou and Mary Amy, and they're going to give us readings on the show. I'm excited, Brent. So Rob's going to do a tarot reading. Mary will do her clairvoyant thing. So Brent, when you know. we come back, they are going to tell me how great I am and reinforce Everything I'm doing with my life, and they will hopefully try to fix you. Yeah, good luck. That's after the break on Hysteria 51. Mama said I don't need fixing. Mama said I ain't broke. Hola, David. Me, I'm a Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, That's on brand for us. 
I, that, I I just thought romance languages was yeah. the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So. It's very high on pronunciation, too, so <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> In that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's it, they design it for long-term retention, you know. It, and, yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do, and then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years, and there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we wanted to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know. And we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this, and this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're 50% off. (laughs) Rashate. (laughs) Redeem it. 50% 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to him, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. 
$45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. All right, guys. Well, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. If you want, just give us like a, a rundown of, you know, your, your bio, your history of each of you and how you got into doing this. Sure. Um, well, I guess I'll start. <clears throat> so we are with a divination duo. And that uh, that name just kind of came to us after we met um, on a on a gig where we were doing divination um, for other people. And we clicked. We had a good chemistry. Um, we did a separate event on our own. And then the people liked us again together. We just said, you know what? We need a name. And then I was like, how about divination? I think I said dynamic divination right. duo first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah we met at a metaphysical um, job. And um, we seemed to keep lining up continually. So it seemed like the universe was bringing us together. And I said, let's just do this and promote ourselves together. Because people ask for, I'm an intuitive psychic. And um, I was, I always had a skill set of this. I was empathic as a child, except I was getting everyone else's energy. So as soon as five years ago, I shed everyone else's energy and just focused in on me, who's a very calm, peaceful person, I can literally tap in. I go into a little bit of a trance with people and I get details about their lives and I guide them to their inner spirit and um, their successes. So I will go out and people will say, well, where's your card? Do you read a palm? I said, no, I just hold your hand or I just look into your eyes. So now Rob here does the other, which is tarot. People like both. You said that you, you know, this came about when you're a, a child. Did you know what was going on or was it scary or how did that work uh, for you? I know um, maybe that's a personal question, I, but that's, you know, I apologize. No, it's not at all. I mean, this is my, I have to be honest about my life. Uh, what I felt was, that I thought at first, really, that everyone else could feel what I felt. Right. So it was confusing to me yeah. because I would have a reaction and I'd be like, why isn't that person crying? Or why isn't that person upset? Because I get everyone else's emotions and moods. And then I realized as time went on, oh, my God, something's really wrong with me because <laughs> I'm getting everything. Right. And so what turned, happened was. Turned out to be right. What, ha what happened was I was somebody who was very calm and peaceful, and I kind of am positive. Mm -hmm. So people would come to me and would want to be around me, which are usually the people with the most drama <laughs> and the most craziness. So I had that around me. <laughs> right. So I couldn't really kind of discern what was going on. And then when I figured it out, I was like, wow. It's like, you know, everything's clear now and easier. And um, unfortunately, I talk to people and then I immediately know what's going on. So I kind of go in and out of relationships and situations very fast because I kind of see where it's going. Now, Mary Amy, you were saying that you just do it through connecting with people. Uh, mm -hmm. Rob, yours is a little bit different. You do it with tarot. Yeah, I do it with tarot. Um, <clears throat> tarot journey started with me roughly 2000. The inkling started 2008 when I was a master of fine arts program in Jersey. And um, I was doing a, a fine art photography and I was taking what was I was told was intuitive photography because I didn't know that what it was. Um, I would just go out with my camera. The way I did was just go out, didn't know what I was going to shoot and just shot anything that that I felt drawn to. And then usually it was things that was behind things or behind cobwebs or the more I had to like um, 
like dig for it, the happier I was with the shot. So a really wise professor, he looked like Gandalf. He had a big white beard. <laughs> he, he, he says, um, he says um, your, your, your photos are telling you something. So it's, for, it's up to you to crack the code. So you got to look at your photos. You got to see what you're saying to yourself. So when he said that, I started to do it. And then I started to see my message to myself through my images. And then I remembered the tarot deck that I had stolen from the bookstore that had underpaid me when I was 19. <laughs> um, because I was like, oh, these are cool. I'm going to, because I'm an illustrator. And I thought, I'm going to illustrate one See, of these. They decks underpaid make- you for a reason. <laughs> so that, that was being <laughs> in your life. You didn't know that that yes. was being forced on you. Exactly. So 19, you know, it was like, I mean, it was 18 years later or something. I said, boy, I remember where that stolen deck is because I never used it, but I always knew where it was. So I went and found it and um, opened it up and started to read it. And then I did a brief little stint in this place called the Tarot School uh, in, this, in Manhattan. And it was brief. And basically... Um, they teach mechanics, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny you say that. Um, kind of. And I'll tell you why. Because Wald Amberstone, uh, it's Wald and Ruth Amberstone who run that school. Um, Wald, he looks like the man behind the curtain in The Wizard of Oz. Like He looks just, just like him with the white hair and everything. So Wald, when I would say, so do I need to charge my cards by the moonlight? Uh, and he go, if you want. And then I say, do I need to never let them touch the counter? And he's like, um, if that's what you feel you need to do. I said, well, Walt, these are all the things I'm hearing. He goes, well, you want limitations? You, you know, have them. He goes, if you know what, whatever you think um, will get in your way, um, you know, don't do that. He's like, so, so what I would tell you is just read. I said, you mean I could put them anywhere? Yes. I don't have to charge them. If it makes you happy, do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you hear about people. Okay. You ever see Brazil, the movie Brazil? No. I have not. Remember? Okay. So in this movie, Brazil, it's I'm a, a thousand on, on your, on your movie and TV references, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a dystopian future. It's uh, Terry Gilliam. And so anyway, everything's all messed up. So what happens is to get anything done, you have to go to the government, right? So, so this guy needs his plumbing done. Like he has a leaky pipe and he knows it's not going to get fixed. So what happens is he hears a, and he's like, what the hell is that? And it's like in the wall. And he like, he opens his trap in the wall and Robert De Niro's in there and he's in the wall. And he's like, I'm here to fix your pipes because, because <laughs> De Niro was like what I call a kamikaze plumber. And he's like ratcheting and looking behind his back going, I gotta be quick. Cause they're going to know any second I'm here. And he like, and he fixes his plumbing. And he's like, stick together, brother. And then he, he goes down on a zip line, zoom, and he's gone. So the reason I tell that story is because I'm like a kamikaze mystic like it's like i don't breathe <sighs> okay let's talk let's no right. i go hey what do you yeah. need to know let's go who is it what's going on let's talk about it. and i mean i, I say it like you know, i'm joking around but it's like um i don't know i i like what walt taught me which does is, it does it bother you that a lot of people are that way or do that way or is that just you look at it as well that's their way of doing it I think that's their way of doing it. For instance, like um, Mary Amy, I can't do what she does. And I was told by another psychic in, in L.A. that I may or may not ever be able to do that. But she said it wasn't necessary that the cards are my tool currently and they may be forever. It doesn't. I mean, so if somebody I think rituals are great. And what's most important is that people are earnest. If they really have a gift and they really want to express it and they want to help people, whatever gets you there. So I just like to do it in a colorful sort of blue collar way. That's just right. my stuff. How do you guys feel about the – it's less of an influx now, but for a while you had so many, especially people that were, you know, so they were they were mediums and psychics on television and stuff like that. You know, was that good for you, bad for you? How would you feel? 
just kind of going on my path and I really am not really taking in what other people are doing. If that's what works, like he said, what that's what works for them. That's kind of how I feel. And I'm not turning, I'm not saying anyone isn't who they say they are. Right, right, I just know who I am. And that's where kind of where I have to live. I'm, I'm kind of in a little bit of a bubble because, you know, it's known. It's like a little, you know, you're what's wrong with you if that's what you think. But I, I can't do that. I have to tune that out and just go on my path. And right. I'm trying to help and heal. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm I'm um, an energy healer as well, a Reiki master. And um, I just want to help people. I have a question. I, I've always wondered when you're talking or when you're feeling the, the energies and um, whether that be being, you know, on the tarot side, you know, whatever, whatever forces at work to to use certain cards or make to make those cards pop up to allow you to to understand what the person needs or whether it be on the more just the psychic side how do you guard against or how are you how do you know that it's not a um a darker force at play that is uh is giving you the wrong answers or giving you answers that could lead somebody down the wrong path well i'd like to answer first i'll be brief so you can get in there um okay so with the dark forces um you know, again, I think back to what Wald said, which was, um, you know, if you want to know, you're going to know. And then along those same lines, I can I know that I can say I want this information and I want I just I want the truth. And I really don't think I, I, I don't think I think I have a personal psychic shield for many of that. However, what I will say is when I was first learning to read and I was paying attention to every little thing going on, I started to see some sort of a dark sort of uh, breadcrumb trail and it was leading me toward Aleister Crowley. So I started to read about him. And the next thing you know, I saw this book on Nazis in the occult. And then I'm going, why am I being drawn this way? And then I called Walt from Santa Fe, New Mexico. And um, he, he, he was kind of mysterious about it, but he says, um, just keep going on your path and I'm sure we'll see each other again soon. And there was something sort of creepy about the way he said it, um, which I always kind of knew there was more to him than what I could see. I guess what I'm trying to say is, um, for myself, I know I know what's out there, and if I'm not careful, I can lead myself it, or whatever it is will lead me to it. I've just learned to um, ignore that. So for me, um, when I do a read or when I'm connecting with somebody, I'm purely getting their stuff. However, they could have evil entities, something dark, like an attachment. Yeah. So I will get that, and I will see that, and I will call it, but. Sometimes I don't tell the person I'm reading necessarily. It depends on how bad it is. Now, if I don't get it during the read, later on, um, it, follow, it follows me because it's going to try to infiltrate me because it knows that I'm positive and I'm light. So I now when you go up against something, most people kind of go at it aggressively. You know, like if somebody's coming at you, they go at it aggressively. When you're going against evil, you can't go back with evil. You can't go back with aggression. You have to go back with light. So if something follows me back or connects itself, it, I will literally be woken up in the middle of the night between 12 and 3, which I call the witching hours, and I will know that it's a demon or this and that, and I will see it. And it's kind of gotten it, – it started – it was a small kind of energy sometimes, but now – because it knows how how I am more full of light, there it's worse. So it could be something that takes me 
an hour to clear or it could take a couple of days. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can tell the difference. So answer to your question, I know exactly when something bad is around. So it's not going to tell me bad stuff. I'm going to know the difference is what I'm trying to say. That's that's awesome. I, I was interested to learn that. Um, <laughs> it's not awesome. <laughs> it's so you want to you want to be able to know the difference, right? Now you you mentioned that uh, we were going to do some stuff on the air today. Yeah, we'll let you guide this. What would you like to do, and how would you like to approach it? Can I do a read yeah. quick? Yeah. Okay, so first off, um, who do who want who do you want who wants if you have a preference, you. John, would you prefer? Do you want me to? Or we can do one I'm with fine. one and one the other and we can I'm switch. fine with John, right? Yeah. yeah. He's not as pretty as me. I apologize. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Hi. So, yeah. Tell, tell me what's next. If it's okay with you, what I'd like to do is I'd like to connect you and we'll just see where it goes. Sounds great. Okay. So, right off the bat, what I get from you is that you are somebody who is actually a very powerful into like um internal spirit you have a um strongness that you're a powerhouse type of person in um on your own you are have very strong like uh guidelines aspirations ambitions like if i think of you in um form i would say and and don't take this the wrong way you're like a like an oval kind of energetic person it's very solid. It's very strong. It's like you come in without realizing it because I don't think it's aggressively. You dominate a situation. You can dominate and um, um, it's positively. It's refreshing. Um, you, uh, let's see. Okay, so your family, you're very close. I feel that you have a very strong ties to your family. Um, it's very positive. I get like a lot of wavy, positive emotional energy between you and them. Um, you, um, you have a very big heart and, um, I don't see that you are like a vindictive person. Um, you are, uh, all right. So let's talk about your personality. You get very, um, let's see. I want to say you're excited about life and um, you do believe that um, you can pretty much accomplish whatever you want and you set the bar for that. You are not someone who, um, okay, you do, you, you let people get a pass probably once, but you learn your lesson. I'm not saying you turn like um, harsh to them, but you're kind of like, okay, that's not going to work. And you center on something else. And um, you do that pretty quickly. You do not stay in a moment too long where if it's not going well, you keep going. Like you just shift somewhere right. else. Is this making sense to you? Yeah, absolutely. I think most of what you said is, is pretty accurate. Do you have any questions? I mean, like I would say you can kind of write your own ticket. You're not uh, blocking yourself in your life. Um, if you want to have a relationship, you can, if you want to get a new job, you can, you don't have, um, I don't get that you have darkness around you at all or anything negative. You have good karma. You have good, good stuff going on around you. Very positive. I definitely dig what's hearing a, that. <laughs> what's your question? You have a question. Um, sure. So, uh, so t tell us what you can, uh, I, I guess, as it relates to me about the, uh, the 
I don't know if this is even a good question or not, but about the future of this show. In terms of the two of you two guys together? And the success uh, or... Okay, so what I get is that you should probably um, look. You build a platform, obviously. This is like not great. And um, it's really about... All right, so what I get from the two of you guys are your pals. I get that you guys um, really flow good together. You feel good about it. If you can keep that together, you can keep... It's a very, very good thing because two are better than one. And you're both on the same track. You both kind of think the same way. There's not a lot of conflict. You just have to make sure that you have the right management that is taking you where you want to go. So what you're going to do is you're going to on your own together, have a little brainstorming, which you you might've already done. Let's make it really, really serious. Let's say, what is John's, what's his top, top goal and, and what's Brett's? And make sure that they're lined up. And if they're not lined up, you got to either work it out or you got to, I mean, you got, you've got to work it out. What sure. am I saying? I think one of you, I feel like you're obviously the stronger guy um, with determining things. Um, and I don't know why that is, because I'm not saying that you're not equal. I'm saying there's something there and maybe you have a bigger view vision or something, but make sure that you have the right management teams taking you there because you could, you know, and, and, um, what separates you guys from everybody else? Uh, I don't know. It's interesting you say that. I think, you know, I mean, we're definitely a, uh, a tandem. We work in, in kind of harmony with each other, but the one difference would be during the day I, uh, my day job also is in the podcast world. So that might be the differentiator uh, you're feeling. Okay. I mean, other than that, I mean, Brent does. As far as management, actually, we uh, we haven't even. Ex- this is the first episode since um, this can be a sideline, but you can tell them what's going on. Yeah, we are uh, we just we just joined the How Stuff Works podcast network. Yeah. So we got picked up by How Stuff Works and uh, iHeartRadio. So very big. OK, good. Big. That's excellent. Excellent. So you guys can kind of, you know, just keep going, stay fluid, make sure that um, you can manifest. So I'll tell you quick because I want to, I, I don't want to talk to me. Okay. So how are you going to manifest? This is what I say. And, and, and just go with me and all right. So what you're going to do is you're going to say, what's my goal? So let's say I always say the yellow car because that's fine. All right. So I'm going to say, I'm going to write on a piece of paper my goal, which is I want to get a bright yellow car. I'm going to take it, fold it up, put it in my drawer. I'm not telling anyone. You guys do this separately. I'm not telling anyone. Now, the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to sit quietly by myself and I'm going to visualize myself in that yellow car. What does it look like? What does it feel like? I have to go to joy about the yellow car. If I don't go to joy, what emotions am I getting negative that are going to block me from getting the yellow car? As soon as I address those. Then I'm going to talk about my yellow car like I already own it. That's the third step. So I'm going to say, my yellow car in my driveway. I love going out there and washing it. I love sitting in it. I love that it's a convertible. You're going to really make it real with all your senses. And it's joyful. And you will get that yellow car. Now, you don't tell anyone else. You just do. And it will. you will manifest it little by little. The other thing is, take. this is something separate explore what your dreams are every night, write them down because they will tell you things that your spirit wants to take you the journey, your purpose and where you're supposed to go in your life. Now, this is kind of a side question, uh, not about, about me specifically, but, um, well, I guess it sort of relates tangentially back to me. 
I don't tend to remember my dreams. What are your thoughts about people? Some people say they were like my wife remembers everyone she's ever had uh, versus me. who I don't remember any of them. What are your thoughts on what that is that say something about people? Does that? Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. It could be that you have you're overwhelmed and you're not, and it's too, and you're you can't even get a breath when you're sleeping. So you're you're overwhelmed and you and you um, don't rem- and that's, that's why you don't accurate. remember. It could be okay. Pardon me. I said that's probably accurate. Okay, or or it could just be everyone's dreaming. It's just remembering. So what you could do before you go to sleep is you could put down next to your pa- bed piece of paper, pen, and then say before you go to sleep, I really want to w- remember my dreams in the morning, because as soon as you kind of trigger that. All of a sudden, you'll start remembering your dreams more and more. That makes sense. Almost, yeah. almost. It's psych- like you're putting attention to it. Yeah, like psychosomatically telling yourself, "We, you know, let's pay attention now." Right. Great. Well, thank you so much. Sure. Okay, but you gotta pick a gem. Can you just pick oh. one gem, and oh. then I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because this is what I do, and I and and, and, and that's just what I do, and what I do, you know. So, sure. so I have five gems. So I have, um, you just tell me which gem you want to pick. How about that's easier? Can you see them? Got it. I will pick the the red gem on the right or the orangish gem. Okay, that's the carnelian gem. So that says creative, confidence, courage, luck, opportunity. Your sacral chakra. And there it is. It's for you right there. Nice. That's awesome. I, and if we were together, I would I would take it from you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. That was cool to see. That was great. Yeah. Now, uh, I'm going to switch back with Brent, and you guys can do the tarot. Okay. You want to do some tarot? Sure. Okay, so before we get to Brent's individual reading, I was pulling cards as Mary was doing her thing. I actually pulled one on John, about John, and it came up the lover's card, which is a really huge card. It's It's a major arcana card, and it signifies what you think it does, lovers. So um there's something there about John with that. But in terms of the um, Hysteria 51, the, the show, um, as it currently stands, we're looking at we're looking at the Two of Swords as it currently stands, like right now. Okay. In the tarot, uh, colors have meaning, symbols have meaning, um, uh, clothing, posture, all that. So what you have is you have a woman. Women are generally emotional. Only this woman is seated in gray. Um, she's holding two swords covering her heart. She is blindfolded, so she can't see anything. And um, all of her emotions, signified by the water, are behind her. Um, she's not looking at them. Um, so uh, it's funny. If you hadn't told me anything, that's what the card would be. And I know Mary was saying things that I only half heard because I was doing this thing. Um, but what it's saying is right now is like the show is being like it's being unemotional. Um, it's, it's wanting to be more like thinking. And when we're thinking, we're worrying. And right now, um, this lady doesn't know what to worry about because she's not she's not looking strongly at what's going on she's covered her heart covered her eyes and even like holding her breath so what's coming down the road just down the near future is a much better card which is the page of of uh, wands and the page of wands you can see is much brighter optimistic a little flame in the in the hat of the figure there yeah page is a court card page is a youngin like not a little kid but like think like a, a teenager or somebody in their 20s um coming in the near future is um, a younger person of action, somebody who comes with ideas and the ability to manifest. If that's not someone 
outside, then it's co- possibly collectively the two of you having having that sort of outlook down, like like coming up. So it may even be as a result of getting a reading like this or something that's coming up. But there's like a a new plan of action. There's like new new fire hitting the earth. <laughs> it's optimistic and it's um, it doesn't have all the answers, but it's it's really feel, feeling very hopeful. Where that's leading is the five of wands. In the five of wands, again, the colors are nice. Um, we're seeing a group, wands signifying action and fire energy. They're all working very hard to try to build something. They don't necessarily have the coordination to, um, to get it up quickly. So what's happening in this card is, in the near future, there's going to be a collaboration with others. Everybody has a good idea or an idea in general. They're working toward a goal, but they don't have a blueprint per se. So people are putting their scattering their energies around. They're excited to be there. Would help it would be um, more of a blueprint to say, okay, let's channel all that energy and let's focus. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. Yada yada. So I would say in the near future, based on everything you described, just make sure that all those people who are going to be working for you and around you, that you're clear on what it is that you want to accomplish, or vice versa. If they have a plan for you, you be clear on it. And everybody try and get your ship steering in the right direction because right now they're going to be a little scattered. And then ultimately, I asked, what can you do to get to get that moving um, in a positive direction? And it shows a very nice card, which is the Ace of Cups. Cups signify affairs of the heart, emotions, feelings. And when we have the Ace, the Ace is uh, it's like grace. It's not coming from uh, a person or, or an entity. Like it's like it's your it's almost a, it's your. I want to say your God-given right, but that could freak people out. But it's 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 your given right. It's like it's 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 energetically it's yours. So I would say that this lack of emotion and sort of period of worry and unsurety that that's happening right now, it's gonna it's gonna get blown open. There's gonna be people working with you, and then then your heart's gonna open like over overflow with uh, with creativity and that's awesome. joy. That's great. Because I would doubt I would doubt that you're doing this for any other reason than you know you care about these things and you care about this is like a baby. So um, yeah, it's not yeah. it's not like church. It's so funny how you can kind of see like if you put our situation that we're in right now and it kind of just really lines up with it perfectly. That's that's amazing. Nice. Now Mr. Hand. Mr. Yes. Hand. Um, <laughs> Mr. <do> Hand, you- <laughs> yes. I <laughs> get that a lot. So do you have any ideas, anything you'd like to know? Is there usually someone has a specific question or? Yeah, I would say have a question, but don't tell me. I like it when people don't tell me. Okay. What should I, I mean, you can tell me if you want to, but it's more fun. If yeah, you... I got, okay. I got, I got one in my mind. You have an idea? Okay. So generally when I draw for people, I will find a significant number to draw on just so that's like one of the rituals that I do as I kamikaze read. And it's like, um, so the whole idea would be like if somebody's name, count the letters in their name or their birthday. So in your case, hand, it would be four, but then I like the idea of hand. It's five. You know, there you five. go. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, I was like, I want to draw five. One, two, three, four. And there you are right now. Okay. So you have that thought, right? You, mm-hmm. What you want to know? Okay. Without me knowing anything about it. Okay. So what we have is we have the two of coins. Two of coins is bright, happy. Um, coins signify earth energy, slow energy. Coins or pentacles, as they're also known as, can be considered seeds. Uh, what do we do with seeds? We plant them and they grow. They don't. That doesn't happen quickly. They take time. We have to water them, nurture them. 
So in the two of coins, whatever the situation you're, you're dealing with, situations you're dealing with, um, you can say that you have more than one thing going on, most likely two very important things. Because they're pentacles, they could signify money. If they don't signify money, then they would signify process. Um, this isn't showing love or anything like that. This is like, so when you get the two of coins, sometimes you have like two jobs or two, two major responsibilities that you're dealing with. Um, the figure in the card is all red or orange. And that signifies that they have a lot of um, passion and fire and desire to get things done. They're a little off kilter. Like he's like standing just a little bit like he looks like he's he's uh, in a precarious state, but he's actually not going to fall. Um, the infinity symbol um, is holding those pentacles together. Um, it's almost like a drive, like a, I don't know much about car, like a drive chain in a, in a car, like or the belt, you know, that spins right. around. Um, these these two things are kind of per perpetuating each other. And um, they're not going to fall. You're not going to drop them. You're not going to trip. In the in the back of the card are the rocky waves uh, that you've gone through to get to this point. But right now it's saying like maybe money isn't huge right now. But right now you're not going to want for anything because you're doing what you need to do to balance things and keep them together because you're focusing on what those two most important things. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I think things like um, where is it going next or mm – -hmm. What, what, how should you be acting to get a... Should I just tell you the question that I had in my mind? Or sure, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it was very uh, oddly specific. So uh, my wife and I are getting ready to uh, rescue a new dog, and we have an older dog. And I was just wondering if that was like a good choice because they, they're going to have to get along together, and hopefully he's going to um, <laughs> bring about some youth into my dog, and we're just hoping that it's the right choice we're making. So that was kind of my question. Oh, uh, so in that... Yeah, in that context, yeah, like I said, there's two things. Um, they're perpetuating each other. Yeah, you very um, much. It was funny, like, in putting it in what you said, it really fed into <laughs> it, especially, like, the duality of everything. Yeah. And, and you're going to have to continue doing what you're doing, but also take care of the new puppy. <laughs> and there's always money exactly. with that, too. <laughs> it always it costs <laughs> a lot of money. So, yeah. And as I was saying, if you're worried about money, this card would say um, you're going to be fine. Like it's, you know, Excellent. it might be a little tight, but it's, it's like, don't worry about, don't not do it because of money. Right, right, right. That's awesome. It's so funny how, like, cause you had no idea. And so you're doing these things in your mind. You're like, this is exactly like, it's, it's fired on all cylinders it's, as yeah. far as like, you know, uh, <laughs> what it does. That's all. That's, that's a lot of fun. You'd mentioned for me, the lover's card and you said, yep. um, well, you said, well, I don't, uh, there's a lot there. What does that mean? Yeah. So what it means, like I just asked about John, I said, um, to, you know, Tell me something about John right now and shows the lover's card. So the lover's card um, is, a, is a card of uh, partnership. Um, if we're thinking about it um, in, a, in a relationship, uh, romantic relationship, it would be like uh, the, a profoundly uh, changed, like life changing experience. It could even just be the greatest sex of your life. Um, but when you get the lover's card, like, let's say you're drawing it on a person that, that means like really great sex or a really great relationship, like transformative, um, doesn't have to be sexual. If it's not sexual, then it just means that it's a really good fit. Um, that's, um, coming from a higher place than just this existence that we know of. Um, it's very, very beneficial. So pulling that on you now says that there's some kind of situation like that in your life, either you're passionately in love with someone or someone, you know, you're having that really great sex I was talking about. Or um, if it's a business or it's a partnership, it's a really strong partnership. You know, like it's like um, don't you, you definitely want to invest in that. 
and or and it's most actually it's likely that you are investing in it. That's why it came up. And just to be clear that I agree with both, uh, but the sex is with my wife. The partnership <laughs> is with Brent. I don't want to get those two confused. <laughs> I was wondering if you needed to like get something off your chest. Or no, no, nope, we're good. <laughs> All right. So if people want to get in touch with you, what's the easiest way for our listeners to do so? We have a website. Um, it's um, www.divinationduo.com. We'll have all this in the, the show notes. So if anyone wants to click on the show notes, boom, we can take you right to their pages. Divinationduo.com, kind of a one-stop shop for everything they'd want to know about you. Yep. Yes. Also, social media. We have a Facebook page. We just started. If you had like one parting thing, if you could tell people... Maybe not. This is why I do it. But what's the most important thing you want to to what's the walk tell away? our yeah the walk away that you want our listeners to take away from this? I, I guess I would start by saying, um, even though I joke around in kamikaze like plumber and all that stuff, um, so I would go to the Buddha. Like um, from what I think, from what I think I know about the Buddha or Buddhism, um, you know, Buddha doesn't say worship me. I have all the answers. Um, you know, if you do that, you're you're going to be better off. But you'll never be me because I'm you know like a deity. That's not what Buddha says. Buddha says, I am you, you are me. Um, I did a lot of work. I figured some things out and I'm superiorly happy. I took full control over the direction of my life. I tried it all and I have the answers and I'm at peace. And so if you do the same, you can find peace and will find peace. You can be like me. I think that's what the Buddha says. So for the cards for me, um, having grown up uh, Catholic and in, in, in the West, um, I like the idea of um, pulling the man with the white beard out of the sky and bringing him into my heart and um, into my cards. And so, um, you know, I, I'm like a Buddha being. I'd ra- I prefer to think of things like, um, well, the cards. OK, we, what I'm trying to say is people, what you want to know, you can know and just have the best, most positive energy about yourself and your direction. And um, tools like cards can be really helpful um, to, to move you in the direction uh, that you want to go into because this life is a wonderful, beautiful mystery and we shouldn't be relying on anybody else to save us except ourselves. There you go. I like that. I would like to say that we all have and carry a beautiful glowing light in our hearts. And if we spend time alone and um, are peaceful, we can tap into that and we can find our purpose and our passions. Perfect. Beautiful. Well, guys, thank you so much for, Thanks for joining us. Out. Yeah, this was actually a Thank lot of fun. You. Thank you. I had never had any sort of reading or tarot or anything, and it was a lot of fun. So uh, I apologize. I was like, I don't know what to ask. I don't know what to say. <laughs> oh, that's normal. Yeah, you yeah. probably yeah, you've heard it all before. Well, I mean, if there's a few words that we would use to describe Brent, it would certainly be meek, wallflower. Yeah, you yeah. Know. I'm, I'm very much a, a wallflower, and I yeah. never, I'm not boisterous or anything. No, not face. at all. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> well, thanks again for joining us. Thank Great. you so much. You Thank guys you. are wonderful, and and I'm sending positive light to you for you guys to move forward with whatever you want to have happen and manifest your goals thank you very much Thanks a lot Brent, yeah. we had we had a reading. Yeah, you know what? That was a lot more. Fu- I, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know what to expect. That was actually 
pretty interesting and fun. And, you know, I don't I, know. I will say I liked them. They were very nice, very personable, very passionate. You could tell about what they were doing. It was interesting. You know, I was I was listening to yours as she gave your reading, and I'm like, yep, 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 yep. And some <laughs> of the things she said were pretty strong as far as if it is making assumptions or things like that. It was, it was an interesting thing. I, I, it was very pointed. So I enjoyed that quite a bit listening to that. And then afterwards, I'm like, man, I wish I would have gotten one. <laughs> you know? But the terror was too. And like I said, we are getting ready to adopt another rescue dog. Our, our, my dog Guinness that we have is 11 now. He's almost 12. And he's slowing down. We thought, man, it'd be nice to have a puppy and maybe bring some spunk back into his life. And I hope they're going to get along. And is it going to be a huge... You know, he's not been the cheapest dog. He's had to have multiple surgeries and stuff like that. Yeah. Those are all things you think about. And then he's just like, yeah, you're thinking about something. There's a definite duality. There's two things at play here that you're worried about. And you're worried about the money, but you're going to be okay. And I'm like, well, that's like literally spot on what I was, what I was thinking about, you know? So that's interesting. And then you got to put yourself into the, the whole mindset of, well, could you put that into any question? Right. Is there a duality to what something, what everyone's going through at all times exactly that's the catch-22 to everything and that's the one thing that people will always put forward as the the negative on that that's the thing you know you you have to draw a distinction between or you, you, i suppose you don't have to what we're trying to 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 figure out or draw a distinction between would be are these folks that doing a cold read whether they realize it or not are they throwing out kind of generalized things and 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 looking for cues and then and then going from there or putting out things that can apply to multiple facets of life, or is it on the flip side, is it everything starts broad, and then you have to narrow it in, even if you're using this psychic energy or whatever it is. So you have to start broad, and you have to narrow it in, but mm -hmm. once it got narrowed in and fine-tuned, it was it was right on point. Which one is it? And I think you know a good way to, to start looking at that is what we mentioned earlier in the show. Uh, as far as tarot there, we mentioned the different buckets that it could fall in. Is right. it game theory? Is it synchronicity? Is it subconscious influence? Is it magic or just pixies uh, or other weird anything? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Other weird or entities. unfortunately, like the other thing you would say was, is it is it BS? You know, right. And that's the thing where, you know, you look at it and it, it was a lot of fun. And, and I don't know. It feels very like in a reading like that, you know, you look at it and it's it's very broad, but also then you can pinpoint it down to very um, pointed. Also, I guess when we revisit this in five years, we can tell how good tell how good they not. were. Yeah, yeah. The same could be said about clairvoyance. Was it extrasensory perception? Is it is it are they tapping into the paranormal in one way, shape, mm -hmm. or form, or maybe just unlocking a dormant part of the brain that can that has these capabilities? Or again, is it magic? Or BS once again. Yes. So this is an interesting thing, and you, you just made me think of this. I was watching a – I haven't finished it. I only watched the first few minutes. I shared it with you, though. This documentary and this guy, he was a um, a bodybuilder, and he was like 21 or 2 years old, and he talked of himself as just, you know, just like a bro. You know, this was in like year 2000. He was just like, hey. Yeah, he was like, I was kind of a douchebag, and I'm in a bar. And he walks out of the bar. He's by himself. And he gets robbed. He gets jumped. And these two guys, like, hit him with a a, a bat or, or something. Or they hit him. He goes down. And they severely beat him. They're, they're kicking his head and they're in his face and stuff like that. 
and he's by himself. So uh, unfortunately, he just suffers this whole thing, goes to the hospital and they say, well, you got a, a really bad concussion. Go home and stay up for a while and then you can sleep. And he said he slept for three days. Like literally like, and this is like for real, he slept for three days. He said when he'd wake up, he felt like loopy and, and everything just didn't feel right. Last time I slept for three days, I'd hit the gravity bong. Right. Long story short, it unlocked, it's a, he's now a savant, you know, like, the, and he is an, uh, an accidental savant, meaning he has now can do like advanced astrophysics and calculus in his, in his head. He's writing on windows. Yes. And he is spooky smart and so the whole thing goes on this guy who unfortunately is very old but he has studied savants syndrome accidental savants people that have had a trauma that has unlocked things i got hit in the head and now i can play the piano i got hit in the head and now i speak french weird shit like that and and the whole focus of it is I got hit in the head and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, obviously, these things can be unlocked. We just don't know how. Thank God he didn't get hit in the head. And, you know, you know, now he has to drink through a straw, eat through a straw, which is the flip side. Which of it. happens more often. Yeah. Don't but, go hitting yourself in the head, listeners. Or do it. Just don't blame us. You know what? You know, yeah, hashtag don't. <laughs> hashtag. But maybe. No. But not uh, not because of us. Only if you want to. I'm just going to go with the categorical no on this one. So what I'm getting at is the brain is a mystery even to us. And, you know, who's to say if you can get hit on the head and all of a sudden, you know, physics, you know, so who's to say that these things aren't somehow possible? I don't know. I, I don't. And the problem is no one really does unless you're the one who has it. Well, I do. I actually know 100%. It's great. You're lucky you have me as a partner because I can bring some clarity to all of these these topics. You know, that's called bullshit in the real world. <laughs> but go on with your clarity. Uh, but no, let's 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 do that though. Let's get to our thoughts. I'll, I'll I'll start with mine. In my mind with tarot readers, with psychics, even with mediums, which will be a future episode of ours. There are mediums at large. <laughs> I see what you did there. There, there are two camps in in my mind. Uh, I'm not getting into what they're tapping into or how they're doing it yet. I'm just talking about the two basic camps. I believe that there are people that truly believe in what they're doing. They believe that they have a uh, a shortcut to uh, to the the energy world mm -hmm. uh, or or the psychic world or the spiritual world or whatever it is they've got a shortcut to it and they can access it right and they've felt that way for a long time many of them can talk about experiences as children they they'll corroborate it with their parents you know I think the two folks that we talked to today fall in that camp very much so. I very, think very that, passionate yeah. very you can not everyone, but you get a feel on someone pretty quick a lot of times if, you know, if your BS meters. Well, and that's that's where the other camp comes in. And I, unfortunately, I think that these fields are inundated and infiltrated by the other camp. The other camp are the folks who are just there to make a buck. Not to say that everyone shouldn't profit from what they do for a living. But when I say make a buck, they are. I mentioned cold reading earlier. They are doing the cold reads. They right. they are not in any way, shape, or form, even in their mind, tapping into some sort of psychic or spiritual energy. Mm -hmm. They are looking you in the eyes and throwing out buzzwords until you react. Ah, come <laughs> call me and I'll tell you what you're going to do. It's $9,000 a minute. And... I think Brent got hit in the head. Yeah, I, I'm a savant. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, like anytime it's stuff like that, we're like, our psychic readers are waiting call now oh the 900 numbers yeah, yeah the you miss, know, miss miss cleo, cleo we talked about yeah of. 
so I think that that wasn't a Miss Cleo voice. I should, I guess, I, I guess <laughs> Miss Cleo was Irish, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not Jamaican. Well, she wasn't either. But anyway, the, my point you is know how this: they know that she was Jamaican because she was from right near the beach. Oh God, she boy, wo- <laughs> Jamaican me crazy. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, okay. You're anyway, welcome. my here's my point. My point is. I think that there are two camps, those that are trying to rip people off and those that believe in what they're doing. Now, do I believe in what they're doing? I believe that there are very empathic individuals that can read more on the surface than most of us could ever hope to. Do I think that they are actually tapping into spirits to do that? I'm going to I'm, I'm not going to give an answer to that. I don't know. I don't know what I think there. I think we need to settle this once and for all. John, we, we've used them before. You're saying you don't know. I think we need to go to the Rhine symbol cards one more time. Now, if you're not familiar with what Rhine symbol cards are, they're the cross, circle, square, waves, and star cards where they look like just normal playing cards. But if you have psychic abilities, you can tell me what I'm going to show you. I think we need to interrupt your final thoughts and just get down to the nitty gritty. And you're going to tell me. Shocking. You're interrupting my final thoughts. What uh, What is the actual thing going on? Are you ready? I was born ready. Now, they're not as pretty as his tarot cards, but, you know, there you go. Here's the, they are star, wave. What are they again? Read them. You got the star, wave, square, T, and circle. Are you ready? Ready. Wave. It is a wave. Number two. T. It is a T. Circle. It is a circle. That is three for three. And I think that that just proves that you you just proved yourself wrong. It happens. <laughs> it happens. It happens. And I, I I have the touch. I have the power. You were touched. Yes. <laughs> and it's in your head. You were touched in the head. Here, you know what? Just for shits and giggles, we're gonna try me and see if my powers are online. Wait, give me the thing. I do. I'm already forgetting what the shape the, <laughs> the shapes are. All right, here we go. Uh, and for the record, it's it's a uh, it's more of a cross than a T. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Circle gets a square. Circle. It is a circle. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we got some of their mojo. It came through the screen. Star. It is a star. You got two of them there, though. (laughs) The other one is not a star. You pulled out two on accident. But one of them was. Yeah, that's true. All right, last one. one. Let's see. That's a star as well. It was not. It was not. That one was the cross. You're only two for three. I don't know Man, what. I, I don't yeah. know what a C gets you. Actually, that'd be a D. I don't know what a D <laughs> gets you. All right. Well, maybe we're grading on a curve. To finish my thoughts, all I'm saying is I believe that these people believe, and as far as if they are tapping into the 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 psychic energy underbelly of the world i have no idea and it's not my place to say whether they are or aren't i agree with that uh you know what if it's something that you're into and you want to go and get that more power to you because i think they help a lot of people and you know what though i did really liked what he ended with because he so many people especially christians are um well if you're dealing tarot cards or psychics or anything like that that's the occult that's against us and i loved what he said he said I just want to take the guy that's up in the sky that we think of as this dude with a big beard and bring him down into our hearts. 
Right, like, right. They can work in tandem. Yeah. You can be a Christian and think this kind be... of stuff is cool. No. Yeah. Exactly. No, and that of, was my favorite takeaway from this. A lot of, a lot of Christians would, would uh, say no to that. And it's so funny because a lot of people that you find in these things are also like, oh, but I am a Christian. They're like, wow. And they're like, yeah. And uh, people poo-poo on us. Nay. Yeah. Nay. <laughs> I say nay. That's the angriest horse I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our thoughts but we want to hear what are your thoughts have you guys anyone out there have you ever had a reading that you thought was like oh my gosh that is spot on or one that was so far off and you were just like this is just a huckster the entire time this is a joke well, let us know by going to facebook go to sarah 51 pod that's our page on there also let us know on hysteria nation just search hysteria nation huge discussion groups on there don't forget also you can tweet to us at hysteria 51 pod send us a picture send us a picture of whatever you want on this instagram almost whatever you want hysteria 51 podcast on instagram beautiful you know what we'll even do a little video of john doing some rhine cards and we'll put it up there for your viewing pleasure that doesn't that's that's how you pronounce that word right pleasure you are yeah <laughs> actually you know what we'll do them we'll do them when joe peck's in the uh studio and all three of us will see yeah who is the well, uh, we did it we did it six months ago or a year ago we'll do it again to see if any of us have yeah. gained psychic powers now we were very spot on today i'm telling you i think uh rob and mary rubbed off on us a little bit and gave us some of their mojo hey they were good looking people too man. yeah do you have to be pretty to be able to do this yeah i don't i don't know i well, I mean, we, we were successful today. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think of myself as ruggedly handsome yet approachable. I don't. Hey, Nation, <laughs> if you want to leave us a voicemail, 773-669-7277. That number, once again, is 773-669-7277. We still have more voicemails to play, but this has been a long episode. And if you get any of this stuff, you can just go to Hysteria51.com. Check out all the links on there, including... Some of the press we've gotten. We've never talked about that. We have a press page on there from some of the yahoos that have uh, talked about hysteria. Not all of them because it'd be six pages long and they'd all be about the Nazi bell. <laughs> because Die Glocke. People love to quote us on that topic. That they do. So with that said, I've been Brent. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.